Alrighty, shalom and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Brutal Planet right here on Yeshiva Radio. My name is Christopher Fredrickson. It's an honor and a pleasure to be with each and every single one of you here today. Now, I am a little bit late on going and doing this teaching. Okay, the past couple of weeks, I have been getting several emails from people asking me about voting and whether or not it is okay for a person who is a believer in Messiah and who is a follower of the Torah of Hashem, if it is okay for them to be politically involved. Now, one of the things, as you guys know, is that I am a Lapid Jew, okay? I believe in the Torah portions Mishpatim and the Torah portions Shoftim that we read each and every single week. I believe in the Messiah's words that we end up finding in Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 3. So you guys know that the rulings of the Sanhedrin, the religious authorities in which it is that the Apostle Paul talked about in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, that that speaking of the Sanhedrin, we have to listen and do those rulings. Hashem is so adamant about this that in Deuteronomy chapter 17, he says to do them, or the penalty of death. Now, so, in in fact, we have to go not only to the scripture, but to the words of Chazel, in terms of this premise. But before it is that we get into the words from the Mishnah, in terms of Perkei Avot, um, let me go and tell you a little bit of a famous rabbinic story. There was a Roman soldier who was riding on his horse, and he was looking for the king of Israel. And he came upon a man wearing a kippah. Knowing that the kippah represents royalty, he goes to this man who was farming his land and he says, You, sir, are you a king? He says, Why, yes, sir, I am. And he says, So you have dominion over this land. He goes, No, no, no. For the one who has dominion over this land is up the road. So the Roman soldier gets back upon his horse, goes about a mile or two up the road, sees another man wearing a kippah. And he goes and he says, Sir, you, are you the one who has dominion over this land? He says, Oh, no, 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 no. For the one that has dominion over this land is about a mile up the road. So he gets back on his horse goes about a mile up the road and he finds a rabbi wearing a kippah and carrying a Torah scroll. And he goes and he asks the rabbi, he says, You, sir, do you have dominion over this land? And he says, No. And he goes and while holding the Torah scroll, goes and points to it, he says, This has dominion over this land. And the one who made it, speaking of Hashem, are the ones that have dominion over this land. That should really, in many ways, in terms of the realm of politics, in the Western society, should really be a huge thing for us to think about. Now, let us go to the words of the Mishnah. Within Perkei Avos 1.10, within that of the Mishnah, it says, Shemiyah, and Atalion, 
received the Torah from them. Shemaiah said, Love work, despise holding office, and do not be overly familiar with government. Now, why is it that the Mishnah that deals with religious um, religious law tell us how it is that we are supposed to act towards that of government? Here's the reason for this. I want you to look throughout that of your social media streams. One of the things that I have noticed is that when people tend to add me on social media and they have the, you know, the picture with them of the kippah, you know, they say praise Yeshua within that of their little uh, bios and all that stuff. And then the thing I start to see through the streams are nothing but political posts. You know, and then maybe like once during Shabbos, you'll see Shabbat Shalom. But you see that the person's focus is not upon the words of Hashem, not upon mitzvahs, not upon the Mashiach, Yeshua, but instead their real God, essentially, is politics. And the thing with politics and the thing with government is that in many ways it is much like a soap opera, okay? The fact is that you have this side going and attacking this side. And despite what part of the aisle that you're on, you will constantly see this over and over and over again. And it's a soap opera that is refreshed each and every single day, each and every single week, each and every single election cycle. You are constantly having... These, these these things that are people that are focused in nothing but government sitting over there and saying, you know, trying to advocate for their side. This is nothing more than a distraction from what it is that we ultimately should be doing. For the Mishnah also goes and tells us that first of all, that we should not be taken away from that of the study of the Torah. But the thing is that we ultimately see that many believers in Messiah, many people who claim to follow the Torah of Hashem, will go and read everything that there is on the Drudge Report or everything that is written on MSNBC's website or what have you, just no matter what side of the aisle that you're on. And they will find all of these news stories and, you know, constantly be talking about them, constantly giving their opinion, all of these particular things. None of these things serve the purpose for the glory of heaven. For we even have the Messiah Yeshua even making note of this very thing. For when he was asked about the tax, he made sure to, do, to say not very much about it at all. He would simply said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. Now, first of all, let us go and analyze that. Let us go and analyze that. First of all, when he says, give to God what is God's. First of all, do we not belong to Hashem? For was it not Hashem who created us? Does Hashem not have ownership of his people? 
does it not say within that of the Torah several times to be holy for it is that I am holy. We constantly see this focus over and over again that we should not divert our eyes from that of the ways of Hashem. But instead, the thing that we ultimately end up seeing is that many people within that of the Guf HaMashiach are not worshipping the Messiah at all. In fact, they, what they are instead doing is worshipping the President of the United States or they are worshipping their particular political party or a person who is going to run against the President of the United States in the next election. First of all, one of the things that, that, that happens whenever a person focuses in upon that of government and why the Mishnah says this is because what ultimately ends up happening is a person then has an allegiance to that of a political party or that of a political figure. And that allegiance to that figure is ultimately going to cause them to compromise things of their faith in one way, shape, or form. It's basically the politics override the ways of Hashem. And we see this happening rather often. People make an excuse for their favorite politicians on just horrendous things that it is that they have done. And so this is something that we see rather, rather often. Also, it's very interesting when we look at the concept of a religious ruler during the times in which the Torah, the Ketuvim, and the Nevi'im, as well as Brit HaDashah, were written, it is something much different than it is that we see in the Western world today. Let me explain. One of the things that we see within that of the Torah Shebek Tav is that it says that the Melech, the king should have himself a Torah scroll and that he is to read that Torah scroll on a daily basis and that he governs the civil society through that of the things within the Torah scroll. This is his framework. This is, these are his fundamentals. This is his guidebook. Now, the thing about it, though, is that this is for the land of Israel. I don't want us to think there were Mormons here thinking that, you know, like Jonathan Kahn often ends up trying to teach that all these prophecies are talking about America. Instead, these prophecies are talking about Israel. And But the, the ways of Israel in which it are how it is that we are to see that of the Tadashebek Shebek Tav, the Ketuvim, the Nevi'im, and Bret as opposed to that of things within the realms of our own westernized society. And so the king ultimately is a servant. He ultimately is Ived. And so the thing about it, though, is one of the things that we see with the concept of Mashiach ben Yosef, the suffering servant Messiah, is that we see that he was given a high role within that of the Egyptian government. And through that, he still retained the title of Mashiach ben Yosef. We also see that, you know, the, those attributes, you know, Mashiach ben Yosef that we attribute to uh, the first coming of Yeshua, we see that, that that servant attribute, though it is that he is a king, 
well, not necessarily king, but he has a high role within that government. Now, what about Mashiach ben David, the conquering king Messiah, which is a Melech that we end up seeing in the book of Revelation? First of all, we don't see the book of Revelation dealing with anything in terms of politics. We don't see anything in terms of politics within that of the book of, of uh, Zechariah or that of Daniel. We don't find anything to do with politics in any of those in any of those things at all. But instead, the thing that we see about David is that he was a servant to his people. He fought on the front lines with the rest of his people. He did not put himself above that of his people. Ultimately, his job was to be a servant, not only to his people, but we see that he was a servant unto Hashem. Okay? And so, the thing about it, though, is that, brethren, I want us to realize that we should not get so infatuated with the ways of politics within that of the Western world, nor within that of the world itself. Many times when we see false prophecies come about, and we've seen many of these false prophecies happen each and every single year, we notice that each and every single time, it always ends up dealing with a person's political psyche. And we've noticed that none of these predictions that people have made all throughout the internet have ever come to pass. Why? Because their politics cloud their religious eyes. It, it clouds halakha. It clouds the ways of the Bible. It clouds all of these things by raising up politicians and demeaning others. Every single president in the United States since the time I was born has been predicted to be that of the Antichrist. doesn't matter what side of the aisle that they're on. There's always been a group whose main focus is politics saying that this president is the Antichrist or this one is Cyrus or this one is that or this one is this and trying to peg them to a political figure because ultimately their faith is not within that of the words of the Bible and within that of God. Instead, their faith is within that of politics. And it's a very sad and destructive thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every single one of you for joining us here today. And uh, make sure to go and subscribe on iTunes to Brutal Planet. This was a little bit of a short episode here today. But uh, make sure to look out for the one that we have tonight with uh, um, my good friend Matthew, our part-time co-host, as we go and we talk about Hanukkah. All right? So, Shalom Racha. Peace and a blessing. Shalom.